Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. And welcome to episode 470 of the Michigan Sports Truth post-game edition on Talk Show. Taylor Phillips and Louis Tenor. Follow me on Twitter at DT2Phillips. Follow the Michigan Sports Truth on Twitter at Michigan underscore truth. And like the like and share the Michigan Sports Truth Facebook page. Tigers lose to the Pirates one nothing on a walk-off home run by by Dickerson. Corey Dickerson. Off of Alex Wilson, who still sucks as a relief pitcher. Wilson's now 0 for 3. Now 0 and 3 with a 6.59 ERA. Just he's just absolutely abysmal. Michael Fulmer got a no decision. Going six innings, four hits, one walk, nine strikeouts. He's got a two six two seventy six ERA. Pretty damn good. But the Tigers fall to ten and thirteen. They're still in second place. Three and a half games back. Just a half game ahead of the Minnesota Twins are in third. Three and a half games back behind the first place tribe. Pirates improve to uh, Tigers improve. Tigers fall to ten and thirteen. Pirates improve up to to fourteen and eleven. Still in third place in the NL Central. Tigers still in second place in the AL County Central. They're in Baltimore against the Orioles, six and eighteen at Cannon Yards tomorrow at seven oh five. Mike Fires and Chris Tillman go at it. Fires two and one, three seventy one ERA. Tillman zero and four, nine eighty seven ERA. Tigers offense actually might take advantage or some or some stuff here, but who knows, right? The loss does help the tanking. Cause a little bit against Chris Illich. So, Tigers and Pirates play pretty good games. They're both two mediocre, two mediocre teams that went at it. They split the first two games in the doubleheader. And then the Pirates took it one nothing today. Both teams are bad. 
pitching, Tigers pitching was absolute shit the first two games. Michael Fulmer, however, however, still a gem. Alex Wilson, however, still shit. So, NFL draft comes up at 8 o'clock p.m. tonight. Why you can take either 21 or 20. Bleacher Report has the Lions at 20. NFL.com has the Lions at 21. Check out their final mock draft. Mock drafts. Check out their final mock drafts on those websites, if you will. That said, it's time for Lewis to Norris National Sports Report. Hit it, Louie. You got it. All right, we got some afternoon baseball that we uh, had taken care of today. Uh, to start with, the Yankees is the Twins, 4-3. to Bessettinus uh, got the win, and Rodney got the loss, and the home run in the bottom of the ninth was done by Gary Sanchez. Oh, nice. Top of the fourth right now, the Mariners are leading the Indians 3 to nothing with a one out and a runner on second. Clevenger is pitching in now. Zeno was at the bat. Other fouls are the Braves over the Cubs. That was Reds over 7-4. to four. Freeman got the win. Patrol got the loss, and Vizcaino got the save. As we mentioned, Pirates is the Tigers one to nothing. Uh, Vasquez got the win, and Wilson got the loss. Diamondbacks had no trouble over the Phillies today, eight to two. Thanks. For a second. Okay, eight to two. Koch got the win. Lively got the loss, which probably wasn't very lively, and they didn't say anything on the save. Okay. Uh, Cardinals over the Mets, 4-3 in 13 innings. Gant got the win, and Seawald got the loss. Other games are all later on tonight, uh, starting now, as the Rays will take on the Orioles coming up. Uh, Archer and Bundy are your starting pitchers. In just about a minute and a half or so, the Red Sox will take on the Blue Jays. Sales and Estrada are your starting pitchers in that game. 8.05, Brewers will take on the Cubs. Anderson and Hendricks are your starting pitchers for that game. 8.15 will be the White Sox versus the Kansas City Royals. The Lotto will pitch for the White Sox, and for the Royals it will be Juntz. All right, so let's check now the standings as they appear to be now. And they go like this. All right, leading off in the American League uh, East, as we normally do, the Red Sox, of course, are still in front. They're now 18-5, despite that three-game losing streak before they had, and are three-and-a-half up on the Yankees, which are now 15-9. and nine. Blue Jays are four behind at 14 and nine. Yuck. Rays are eight and a half back at nine and 13, and the Orioles are a sinking ship already at 12 and a half at six and 18. Oof, already. Central Division: Indians are 13 and nine and have a three and a half game lead over the Tigers at 10 and 13. Twins are at eight and 12, four back. White Sox five and 16, seven and a half back, and the Royals are eight back at five and 17. Ugly. 
In the West, the Astros are 17 and 9, have a half game lead over the Angels at 16 and 9. Mariners are two and a half back at 13 and 10. Athletics are 13 and 12 at three and a half back, and the Rangers are 9 and 17 at eight back. Good thing it's only towards the end of April. National League, well, despite the Mets losing uh, the last uh, couple of games, they still have a lead, although a slight one. They're at 15-8 and eight and have a half-game lead over the Phillies at 15-9. and nine. The Phillies are going strong this year. Braves, just a game and a half back at 14-10. and 10. Nationals, not too bad, 11-14 at five back, and the Marlins, of course, are still the Marlins, 7-17, and 17, eight and a half back. Ugh, dumpster fire. Central Brewers sixteen and nine have a half game lead over the Cardinals at fifteen and nine. Pirates fourteen and eleven two back. Cubs three back at eleven and ten, and the Reds, which are an absolute joke, are at five and twenty eleven back. Oof. Twenty win twenty losses already in the month of April. Wow. All right. In the West, D-backs are 17 and 7, have a four-game lead over the Rockies at 14 and 12. Dodgers are struggling a bit at 11 and 12, but five and a half back. Giants six back at 11 and 13, and the Padres are 9 and 17, and also at nine back. All right, so let's check tomorrow's games as we um, schedule here, and it goes a little something like this. I'm sure there aren't many uh, day games uh, tomorrow, but we'll check it out. Uh, we have one. Of course, the Brewers will take on the Cubs. That's at 220. All the rest are night games, beginning at 705 with the Tigers versus the Orioles. Also at 705, the D-Bags will take on the Nationals. The Cardinals will take on the Pirates. Braves will take on the Phillies, 707. Rangers will take on the Blue Jays. A few 710 games here as the Rays will take on the Red Sox. The Mariners will take on the Indians. Rockies will take on the Marlins. 810 games. Reds will take on the Twins. Athletics will take on the Astros. 815. White Sox. Take on Royals. Uh, the 10 o'clock uh, 5 games are as follows. The Yankees will travel to the West Coast to face the Angels. Here we go. Uh, the Mets will take on the Padres at San Diego at 10-10. And the Angels, uh, sorry, the Dodgers, will take on the Giants at 10-15. Keep in mind, all those games are Eastern time. All right, so now we'll take on uh, tonight's schedule for the uh, ice as we have two games starting there in the round of eight, we have the Penguins taking on the Capitals just about now. And at 10 o'clock or so, we have the Sharks taking on the Golden Knights. And that is the matchup I want to see. Uh-oh, that is going to be good. I figure we'll take care of uh, tomorrow's schedule uh, right now before we go on to the hardwood. And tomorrow's games, just one series, as the Jets will take on the Predators. That game was at 8 o'clock tomorrow night. 
as we go into the round of eight. And, of course, the winners of those series will go to the conference championships. Now it's starting to get good, folks. Believe me. All right, only one series signed the NBA, and that's the Celtics taking on the Schmucks, I mean Bucks. And that game will start at 8 o'clock. Just a little sarcasm there, folks. And, of course... Um, tomorrow we start, um, we have three series here. We have the Raptors taking on the Wizards at 7 o'clock. That's on ESPN News, by the way. Um, 8 o'clock will be the Cavaliers taking on the Pacers. And at 10.30, the Thunder versus the Jazz. And that series I predicted either either way. I mean, because they're both easily matched, so I thought, hmm, this one's going to be tough to choose a winner. All right, so now on to today's news. Packers wide receiver Trevor Davis, uh, who was arrested for making a bomb joke at LAX airport, will not face charges after meeting with an L.A. County attorney. A spokesman for the office told ESPN Today. City attorney spokesman Frank Matijayan said Davis appeared at an informal hearing at the city's attorney's office. And although he has up to a year to file charges, Davis is not expected to take further action and no further court appearances are to be scheduled. He got off easy, if you ask me. All right, continue on. Uh, Tiger Woods will play for the first time since uh, the Masters earlier this month. He'll play at next week's Wells Fargo Championship in Charlotte. And the venue has won twice. Uh, the venue has won, but has also uh, lost where he's failed to miss the cut twice in his career. Woods committed to the event today and will also play in the Players' Championship, which is begins on May 10th, a.k.a. also known as the PGA's fifth major. So some Mother's Day weekend, too. Hmm. Go figure. All right. Timberwolves shooting guard Jimmy Butler uh, sat out the fourth quarter due to right knee due to knee soreness. Uh, Coach Tom Thibodeau said Butler left last night's game with two minutes and 33 seconds left in the third quarter and did not return. Butler injured his knee in a February 23rd game against the Rockets. He underwent surgery to repair a torn meniscus in his right knee and missed 17 games before returning to the Timberwolves to win their final three regular season games of the year and giving them their first playoff berth in 14 years. He had surgery, so his concern any time a player gets hurt. Thibodeau said when asked if Butler's knee would be an issue during the offseason, Butler would, it would be an oh, wait. He said, Will be a concern. Will be asked if Bowers' knee will be an issue during the offseason. Butler was not asked during his post-game chat with with the Timberwolves, and said during Thibodeau's uh, news conference. Hmm. So um, we'll have to see what happens there. Uh, football news here. Carolina Panthers tight end Greg Olson will sign a two-year uh, contract extension t- today worth 
$8.5 million per season, with a max deal of just over $10 million, sources telling ESPN. Olsen, who last month interviewed for the Monday Analyst job that was previously held by Josh Gruden, was entering the final year of his extension he signed back in March of 2015. Olsen told ESPN recently he wanted an extension with the Panthers and preferred to end his career in Carolina. Olsen missed nine games last season with a broken foot injury he suffered in week two. It was the first time since his rookie season with the Bears that he missed a game, and for the first time since he signed with the Panthers in 2011 when he missed a start. Olsen is the only tight end to have three straight 1,000 yards rushing, uh, receiving. Not bad, though. All right. Continuing on. On the eve of the NFL draft, Josh Allen uh, offended tweets from a potential number one draft pick on social media. The former quarterback for Wyoming acknowledged the tweets to ESPN's Stephen A. Smith last night and apologized, saying he was young and dumb, or in some cases, stupid. Uh, the tweets no longer appear on the on his account. However, they contain racial slurs and other offensive language remarks, according to reports by Yahoo Sports. The tweets were cited by Yahoo Sports were sent in 2012 and 13 when Allen was still in high school. Allen is ranked as the top quarterback in the draft. And according to draft analyst Mel Kipper, uh, Jr. is projected to be by many uh, to be selected by the Cleveland Browns with the first overall draft pick. And as many of you know, the draft pick is the draft starts in about oh forty-five minutes or so. Uh, on the NBA side here, after bowling a five-point lead on the road last night in Game Five. John Wall said the Wizards feel strongly confident enough to force a Game 7 to be played in Toronto on Sunday. We love our chances, Wall said, when asked about the Wizards' odds of winning tomorrow's, of winning tomorrow's game. About to win Game 6 at home against the Raptors and return to Canada. We are confident after losing last night to the Raptors. The Warriors returned to Washington where they won eight straight playoff games including games three and four to the Raptors. Will's, uh, Wizards all-star backcourt of John Wall and Bradley Beal will be there. Beal missed eight of the last nine shots in the final nine minutes and was limited to just three shot attempts in the last three minutes. We feel like we let one slip away, Wall said, but at the same time, we felt that we have played aggressive. We just did not make our shots. They made bigger shots at the end of the game. Other than two or three turnovers. We got the looks we got we got all looks we wanted in the fourth quarter. So we'll just have to wait and see about that uh tomorrow night. And I did have Toronto to win this series. Go figure. <laughs> all right. Um, speaking of the Cavaliers-Pacers game last night, Pacers star Victor 
of those said LeBron's shot should have been called for goaltending. It was a late, on a late block. With the score tied at 95, uh, Victor drove to the left side of the rim where James swooped in for a block on a play similar to his Game 7 block on Andre Iguodala of the Warriors back in 2016, in the 2016 Finals. Abdallah thought that he had hit the backboard first and the goaltending should have been called. Now, television replays show the ball appeared to hit the glass before James touched it. The play was never reviewed as a ref's whistle is required in order to trigger a review. Though even I know that. After grabbing the, re- the rebound of the blocked shot and called for a timeout, the Cavaliers inbound the ball to who else but LeBron James, who buried a game three winning shot at the buzzer and now take a 3-2 lead in the series. When you look at yeah, I think he got away with it, to be honest with you. I think that, I think there was a dirty, I think there was a bad call. And I think now the refs have acknowledged that it was not the right call to make. Well, you should have thought of that earlier, stupid. Yep. Yeah, what a dope. All right, news about Stephon Curry here. Uh, he's almost back. Warriors coach Steve Kerr listed him as questionable for Saturday night's game against the Pelicans in game one of their second-round playoff series. Curry today participated in his first full practice since suffering a grade two left MCL sprain in his left knee on March 23rd. The injury caused him to miss the team's past 14 games. Kerr said the practice session was important for Curry in his rehabilitation process, and he acknowledged Curry, he looked good. Yeah, just look good or look great. There's a difference, you know. I think we have. I think what we have to do is see how his body responds the rest of the day. Kerr said, "We'll put him through another practice tomorrow. I think he needs to string together a few good days." But yeah, it was very positive. Eh, okay, Curry, of course, is a two-time MVP and five-time All-Star. Will be reevaluated tomorrow. It will be his third and final test before the Warriors determine where to give him the green light to take the court on Saturday. He would start right away if cleared. Before Curry's status was upgraded, ESPN's basketball power Knicks gave the Warriors an 87 chance, an 87% chance to win their series against the Pelicans. Hmm. 87% without him. That's, that's interesting. Hmm. I got some hockey news here. The Philadelphia Flyers came to an end with their first round of the 2018 Stanley Cup playoffs when they lost Game Six at home to arguably their biggest rival, the Pittsburgh Penguins. It was a tough way to go out for the Flyers, who had battled about uh, violently to get themselves back into the series and force the Game Six, despite rather poor goaltending from their three goalies, Brian Elliott. Michael Newworth and Peter Mazurik. Even despite the goaltending woes, there were many of the Flyers roster who still believed they could have taken the series from the Penguins. Many, including head coach Dave Haskell, who made it clear that the Flyers could have come on top in the end. Well, 
possible. Uh, the last series against Pittsburgh was a winnable one to Haskell as per as per Flyers Insider. It's going to be especially tough for several veteran players on the Flyers roster who are now getting pushed out as general manager Ron Hextall continues with his vision of the Flyers rebuild. That was vision that Hextall sold to the late great Ed Snyder when he came to the when he came into the position. And it's clear that continuing to cycle young players in the roster is a top priority for the Flyers GM. Continuing on, today um, Isaac was able to get some comments from the general manager of the Flyers, and according to him, Hexel has already informed at least three players of the organization that he is not deten- does not intend to bring them back into the fold for next season. Make it rough. Hexo says they'd like to bring Valerie Philippia back. So I think other pretending unrestricted free agents were told the plan is not to bring them back. The Flyers currently have four players on the roster, including the aforementioned and if Isaac's report is accurate, that would indicate to us that the three remaining, the three remaining unrestricted free agents, have been informed by Hextall that their time in Philadelphia is over. The three players are defenseman Brandon Manning, defenseman Johnny Odelia, formerly the Devils, and forward Matt Reed. And one of the three in the decision to part ways with Aduya at least was at least surprising. Mm. The decision to cut ties with Reed and Manning comes as somewhat more of a surprise when you consider the fact that both men have been long have long been undrafted assets utilized by the Flyers organization. That being said, though it seems highly likely these spots will be going to the youngsters that Hextel will want to bring up next season. There is also there is also the fact that the Flyers to have their mid-tier picks in the first round of the 2018 draft. And any assets that require using those picks could also potentially compete for one of those spots. Well, we'll have to we'll just have to see about that. Uh, bad break though for the uh, Penguins tonight. The Penguins are going to be out without center Inve Malkinen and forward Carl Haglin. The winners of the past two Stanley Cups opened their Eastern Conference final, Eastern Conference semifinal tonight in Washington. Coach Mike Sullivan said uh, last night that Malkin and Haglin are scratched due to. Injuries. Uh, they did not say of what. Uh, Malkin, who led the Penguins with in goals with 46 and 98 points during the regular season, missed Game Six of the opening round win over Philadelphia uh, with a lower body injury. I'm just hearing that now, the Russian star was injured when it got tangled up 
with the Flyers forward Jory Lenteria in Game 5. Malkin, who has three goals and two assists in his five playoff games against the Flyers, skating with teammates today for the first time since suffering the injury. He has... He has in what, uh, no contact jersey, jersey for an optional morning skate. An indication that he could be ready to play as soon as Game 2 on Sunday afternoon. I can imagine that game will be on NBC. Haglund, who scored twice in the first opening round, is dealing with an upper body injury after colliding with Philadelphia's Claude Giroux in Game 6. He will not travel with the team. Ugh. Riley Shanahan uh, filled in for Malkin on Pittsburgh's second line in Game 6. Dominique Simon took Hagelin's spot on the line with Sheeran and Phil Kessel in practice yesterday. So uh, this is this could be um, this could be an advantage for the Capitals with uh, two of the star players out for Pittsburgh. Hmm, good. To be honest, I didn't see him going uh, three in a row anyway. But then I could be wrong. All right, so let's see if I missed anything else. Um, no, I think we covered it, but I'm going to go back to some baseball scores just to keep everybody updated. And it goes like this. All right, we're on top of the fifth now as the Mariners have a 4 nothing lead over the Indians. Clevenger is still pinning and, still pitching, and Cano is now at bat. Uh, there's two out and nobody on. Top second now, Rays are off to a 4 nothing lead against the Orioles. Ooh, ooh. Uh, no one on, no one out. Bundy is pitching, and Smith is at bat. And either all the games are final, and other games will be... Oh, we got one here. The Blue Jays taking early lead over the Red Sox, one nothing. Estrada is pitching, and Moreland is at bat. There's no one on, no one out, and the count is 1-0 on Moreland, as we speak right now. All right, so, um, and of course, we have the draft coming up. Cleveland get the first pick, followed by the Giants will be the second pick. Jets will be third, Cleveland will also be fourth, and the Broncos will be at all right, so uh, that takes care of my news for the day, so I'll turn it back over to you. All right, this just in. The NCAA will grant Michigan quarterback Shea Patterson immediate eligibility. So Ed Smith and I will uh, talk about that later tonight on the NFL midweek edition of the Michigan Sports Truth on Spreaker. Later tonight at midnight or 1230. Till then, for Lewis Tenor, I'm Taylor Phillips. This has been Episode 4. 470 of the post game. Follow me on Twitter at BT2Phillips. Follow the Michigan Sports Truth on Twitter at Michigan underscore truth and like its Facebook page, the Michigan Sports Truth. TTFN, talk off for now. Bon appetit. Okay. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.